We begin this episode with a special message to Mattel and Toy Guru. <laughs> You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 131, for the week of Wednesday, the 3rd of September, 2014. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. And John. This episode is brought to you by Red Collections and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toys of the Week are the Funko Legacy Game of Thrones The Hound action figure and the DC Collectibles Starfire New 52 action figure. Gentlemen, we're back again. How are we? Hello. We're fine. We're here. Yo. Yo. John, how are you? I'm spectacular. Really? And what is the cause of this spectacularness? Well, you know, last week I talked about round one of the voting in, in my Marvel versus DC bracket. Oh, yes. And um, I have some bad news for you. Uh-oh. Um, Aquaman is getting beat. <gasps> By who? Batman. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Um... Well, I have to confess something. Well, I voted didn't for vote Batman. Did you? I voted for Batman. Oh. Well, you, you should have voted for Aquaman because nobody has. Well, I, I mean, I'm trying to vote to win the thing, not just. I didn't vote just on my character choices. I actually voted to win. So, I, you know, I've, I lost enough in the first round. You know, yeah, I'm passionate, yeah. but I'm not completely stupid. If it makes you feel better, it looks like Silver Surfer's going to defeat uh, Gambit. Too, so, hooray! <laughs> but Thor's beating oh. Lobo. See, well, I, did, I never voted for Thor, so I'm what? What? Uh, I, you know, I'm I could a... make the sound of a hung-up Skype call. I'd be hanging up right now. Ching! I know. Last week Stanley, this week Thor. Yeah. Gonna come to to come virtual sh- blows soon. Come on the show to get insulted. Yeah. Ooh, firestorms! Firestorms getting beat by Professor X though. Yeah. That's a, mm. Professor X is a hard one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, particularly Good. when we get to like animated, if, you know, this is the hard thing about this is it's meant to be movie and animated things, and really, like, what is there for Firestorm besides superpowers? I don't know. Like, yeah, that was yeah. tricky. You made it tricky. It was hard. It was hard putting all that together. Yeah. So, so Ben, how are you? Besides, I know you're sick, but how I'm are you besides sick? Uh, I'm sick. I'm I'm good. I'm you're good. good? Yeah, I had something pretty cool happen to me today, kind of, in a roundabout way. Um, anyone who's seen my collection thread on AFB knows that I have a couple of wall-mounted um, display cabinets, mm-hmm. and I've had them for some time, and I was quite fortuitous to buy those from a, uh, a store that was closing down, and they were all custom-made. They were very nice, but um, <clears throat> they started to get to a point where they've... Uh, outlived their usefulness because they're not that big and I was rotating my collection and so um, I was thinking about it's time to, to change things up a bit and, and um, move on. And uh, when I actually bought those cabinets, I remember chatting to a, a guy I've known since my university days and I run into him about every six months and he's a toy collector as well. And I mentioned how I'd picked up these four cabinets and uh, 
And he said, oh, are they black? And he described them perfectly. And I said, well, yeah, that's them. And he said, oh, I know the store you mean. I bought the other eight. Oh, wow. Uh, so, you know, I've um, kept in touch with him ever since. And uh, so I was sitting there today thinking, oh, you know, I really don't want to go through the whole eBay debacle. I mean, selling on eBay is just a hassle these days. It really is. And uh, I was just sort of off the, you know, spur of the moment. I thought, oh, I'll just have a look through my phone. And I went through my phone, and I've still got his mobile number, which I got a while ago. So I sent him a quick message and just said, are you interested in any more of those cabinets? And he called me, and I said, I've got four for sale. And he went, great, sold, done. Wow. And I went, oh, oh, it's like a weight. <laughs> proverbial weight of four cabinets was lifted, yes. <laughs> lifted off me. Like, just... Just them not having to do eBay. I can't believe that, you know, eBay can cause such grief. Yeah. So, yeah, that was good. Sometimes with furniture and stuff, you know, it's not even about getting money for it. It's about just the trauma of having to oh, yeah. do anything with it. Like, um, in Australia, we have Gumtree, which is now owned by eBay, um, but which you can put, like, you know, just like free local pick-up pick stuff on. And, um, you know, that's... Kind of like our Craigslist. Uh, without the sex. Yeah, without the sex. Yeah. Um, so, from what I've heard, yeah, <laughs> and I've never seen that, but yeah, um, yeah. So that that can be quite good if you. When we when we built our house, we had leftover bricks. Like they left two pallets of bricks for us in case we wanted to do anything matching with them. And once we decided that we didn't. I did like I didn't want to try and sell them. I really just wanted them to go away. <laughs> so <laughs> we just put them on on Gumtree and said, you know, it's free for if you, if you come and get rid of them, and they were gone in a day. It was awesome. Yeah, very nice. Awesome. <laughs> so what's happening with you, Mister Scott? Are you, you're actually home. I am home. Yeah, I was away last week, but I'm home for two and a half weeks now, which is nice. great. So, but um, we we've hit a good routine. I've put a lot of work into making the. Routine, home routine work when I'm not here full time and had good, good, uh, reports last week. So that's all, that's Very all good. good. Um, but yeah, I'm all good. I've been doing the, um, <clears throat> just normal weekend kind of jobs and getting ready for a week. But I love, I do love having an, an actual like entire week at home and I get two this time. It's very exciting. I have a huge, um, backlog of, toys and stuff to try and deal with in my geek room. So that's that's the mission I've been given. It's seems going to be home for a two and a half weeks. How about even sort out that stuff? So that's going to be my job. Fair enough. Yeah. Speaking of jobs, we have a job ahead, which is to deal with this episode. So I think we should get started with some articulated news. Pokemon Black and White. The journey begins with the huge Unova Region playset. Choose your Pokemon to train, then explore. Forest or city, you decide. City. Launch energy attacks. Take the high-rise elevator. Jump on the Ferris wheel or connect to the bridge. Look out, a trap door. The forest is filled with surprises. Secret attack slide. Axew launches an attack. Tremendous hit. You got him. Way to go, trainer. The Pokemon Unova Region playset includes one figure. Other figures sold separately. Well, as always, it's time for the news, and Ben is going to kick us off tonight with the motherload of toy news this week. Thank you, Scott. And if I had any energy left, I'd probably really get uh, pretty hyped up and vent about this one. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to come out and say it. And, uh, hey, we're getting doomsday. No way. But, Ben, we were told that if we didn't back the sub, that there was no way that we would ever see it. 
Oh, and it went further than that, didn't it? Remember, it went on and on and on. And then most recently, there was that um, tooled-up package version getting around, and everybody said, "No, that's a that's a proper manufactured figure. That's not a um, that's not a you know a four yeah. horseman sculpt that's being painted up as a you know a, a bit of a tooled-up demo figure. That's a legitimate manufactured figure." And of course, no, no, no. Scott and Neatly said, "No, no, 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 no." You know, it's not the case. We're not releasing him. We're not releasing him. And then a week later, we're releasing him. We're releasing him. So, yep. um, look, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'll fast forward to the bin and just go, hey, I'll be getting one. It's, it's as simple as that. I'm not going to deny it. Yeah. Um, this is the figure I wanted all along. This is the figure I wanted as part of the sub. It's the reason, one of the reasons I subbed. Um, you know, if the, if the exclusive figure hadn't have been worthwhile, um, I, I probably wouldn't have put in for the sub if it had been, you know, some crappy thing. But, um, yeah, look, I wanted this Unleashed Doomsday and that's the reason I subbed. Um, you know, and on the one hand, you know, I've got to say, look, I'm getting the figure and I'm not going to get, what, maybe four, five out of 12 sub figures that I probably didn't want. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I've got any energy left to complain. I mean, yeah, I, I think the thing that, um, the biggest complaint I've seen, I mean, I think it is great that the figure is coming. Mm. And there, for a lot of people, this is a, a really important figure in the line. And ultimately, you know, I think that if people want it, want it and are excited about it, that's great. I do think that the timing is a bit, um, suspect mm. in that, you know, we've had the, um, containment suit doomsday at San Diego and we've had time to get people excited about him and for people who couldn't be there um, to pay ridiculous prices for it on the secondary market as well only to find out that for some people the one that they really wanted you know is now going to be available um, oh, yeah. but I'm I'm with you in that you know I just roll my eyes I have no energy um, to uh, but I'm also not surprised in in that I I stopped trusting what what was said a long long time ago. Um, yeah. You know I do think that Scott Neatlick needs to have a really. I hope that he's got a really secure career at mm. Mattel because certainly in terms of anything fan facing from this point onward, his credibility is completely shot. Mm, um, you know, because he's basically, you know, whether it, it's a, it was a plan or not, he's allowed himself to look, um, at, at best like a fool and at yeah. worst like a liar. Yeah. And something else that I'm finding really bizarre is the, the press release that came out with this announcement. Um, they waffle on quite a bit and then they say, uh, the package comp of toy was just so beautiful. No one could say no. And we oh. finally got the green light. Um, wow, I didn't think the team has ever tried so hard to get a single figure out. Um, I find that to be complete crap as well. I mean, this has been a pure numbers game. Yeah. And either the figure is going to make money or it's not. And if it wasn't going to make money, they wouldn't be releasing it. They would not be releasing this figure unless there's profit in it. Yep. Because this has been a numbers game since day one. Scott goes on and on and on about not being able to, you know, sell enough figures to get enough money for extra tooling, not selling enough figures for extra this or that. It's always been numbers. And so to say that, you know, oh, they finally managed to get this figure out, it's like, well, it must be making money. Yep. So well, I don't understand. Know, here's what I don't get, because looking at the, the one picture we have is, you know, the containment suit and then, you know, the unleashed version and a Superman. Looking at the tooling... 
I don't understand why it has so much extra tooling. Yeah. Well, that's always been the question. Because it's reused pretty much from a good part of the containment suit one. Yeah. It's literally it, just the head and the spikes, yeah. and that's it. It was always a, a marketing ploy to try to get people to sub, um, and to try to boost the numbers by the sub, you know, for, for the sub by saying, if we don't get to the second level, we're not going to get this. Um, it totally backfired because people, you know, were, people didn't want the containment suit thing. They were afraid that's what they're going to get stuck with. And so they didn't sub. Um, so it was just a bad, bad idea from the beginning. I think yeah. if they'd put this out there, at the start, as this is the subscription figure, we would have had a sub this year. Yeah. Um, no doubt. Because Absolutely. You know, yep. that this is the thing that people wanted. So I 100% um, agree. I, I was thinking yep. exactly the same thing this afternoon. If this was yep. the sub figure, they would have made it over the line. Yep. So, and uh, he's missing one of the knee spikes in that one picture, too. I don't think he actually comes with both. I think that the idea is he's got random... Sort of well, the spikes. one picture shows two, and then the other one shows one. So, oh, does it? Yeah, there are photos yeah. with two. <laughs> anyway, like no begrudging for the people that want them. This character has never meant anything to me um, mm. because that all happened when I was away from comics, and he looks dumb. I've, like I've always just looked at it and thought that is like one of the ugliest, worst designed, stupid looking comic book characters I've ever seen. Um, and because poor, there's poor no Dan Jogans. So, so, well, I mean, sorry, because uh, you know, there's no there's no storyline significance for me. So, um, you know, like I'm I probably will buy it because it is the end of the the line, and I collect I've collected the line. Mm. Um, but I'm you know I'm happy for the people that have. Uh, that, that have really been hanging out for this, but yeah. I don't know. I just, it's, to me, it's so, so sad that yeah. this is the company that has this license and it would be, it would be such a joy mm. to, um, have someone else take it on. But who knows? I think it's going to be a long time before that happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, enough about those dumb people. Wow. We couldn't even be bothered red carding this. No, this, like... this is the red card of the show as well. It's just news <laughs> and red card yeah. all in one yeah. and the end. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, moving on to those uh, funsters at Funko. And, uh, <laughs> funsters. <laughs> oh, they Those are. guys, those fun guys. You know, I was actually thinking. And girls. Oh, yeah, and girls, True, yeah. true, true. I was actually thinking about Funko and their business model, and they're very, very clever, very clever. Once the pops took off and and became that that thing that no matter you know what part of pop culture from, you just can't sort of help yourself, and you have to have you know just one or two pops um, of your favourite. Um, you know, license or something like that. You know, you might not be a diehard collector, but you might just grab that Predator or you might just grab that Marvel character or that, you know, that TV show one just to sit on the shelf. Um, you know, they're so ingrained in our pop culture stores and online and that sort of thing that just by their very nature, stores, retailers, they just continue to order any new pop that comes out. You know, I get these emails from these, from, from retailers and they're like, oh, here's all the latest pops in stock. And you know, <clears throat> there'll be another 40 pops. Um, and I thought, wow, they've got such a great model set up where these people are just buying whatever they put out. Mm. Like, you know, just whatever new pop comes out, they'll get some, put them on the shelf just in case someone's interested. And I think that's, that's a real credit to Funko for setting that up. Very clever. Anyway, moving on, 
And uh, we found out this week that Funko have um, pretty much beaten everyone to the punch and put out a dancing Groot. So Yay. this, of course, is a little Groot in a pot sprouting away with a grin on his face. I think it's a little bit of a misnomer. I don't think there's any actual movement uh-huh. from the figure. I don't think he... Well, he's a bobblehead, so... Yeah, yeah, so he, so he his head would the... pull, but I don't think, you know, you turn a little switch on and he sits there and dances like at the end of the film, spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers. Um, but anyway, he does look very, very cool. Um, I, and uh, I, they, they nailed the smile. I think oh, that's yeah, what yeah. sells this whole thing, yeah. is that yeah. little smile on him is just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, this is a very early, and um, we're always seeing uh, some um, some computer-generated shots. We're not seeing a final final figure. Um, no word on when that'll be out yet, but, um, hey, it's on its way, and it's probably the first of many. Oh, yeah. I've got the regular Groot on my desk at work, mm. and uh, this one will go very nicely next to him. Yeah. All yeah. right. I was going to say, I need him for my desk at work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're not allowed to keep actual plants, then, you know, it's next to <laughs> But we're not allowed to have plants at work, so our own plants. Anywho. Maybe you should put him in, like, a regular flower pot, though. That'd be funny. With, like, dirt and stuff around it. Don't worry. Probably Why are you allowed to have your own plants at work? Um, because people bring in their own plants, and they could bring the wrong kind of plants, and there could be, you know, weird kind of diseases or pathogens in there that make people sick. Mm. Uh, I don't write the policies. Okay. <laughs> we used to have a we used to have a plant service come in. We had plants all over the office area, and then they... Budget cuts, they cut out the plant service and people had to take care of their own plants and it went downhill pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> we have a plant service that supplies the plants and these things are triffids. Like they're monsters. You, know, you feel like Indiana Jones sometimes just getting around. So anyway, moving on, the uh, folks at Figures Toy Company, I always just want to say Figure Toy Company, but it's Figures, Figures Toy Company. They, um, they announced eight new limited edition Hero Team two packs, Hero Team Up two packs. And uh, nine, if you count a variant. Um, and these are actually a really good way to pick up um, multiples of your favourite characters. And so these guys are fully blister carded, showing both the figures and uh, uh, some some artwork on the packaging that shows the team up between the two characters. And there's lots of groovy stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's you, nine different combinations. That's that's right. A lot of them feature the same characters, but um, certainly, you know, if you there's got to be something here for everybody. I mean, aside from the, the Superman, Supergirl team-up, the Batman and Robin kind of thing, we've got some pretty nifty team-ups, um, like the girls get their own team-up pack, so there's a Batgirl and a Supergirl, mm. um, plus a couple of oddities, like um, Superman and Robin, which I guess is a bit, you know, a bit of a stretch, but... That is bizarre. No Superman yeah, and Batman, a, She was a comic there, though. Oh, yeah. I'm mean, yeah, sure they've all met at some time or other. So, um, yeah, so anyway, that's pretty cool. So, um, uh, and there's, um, four more two packs just added. Batman Classics TV series also shipping in about two weeks. So keep an eye out for those if you're interested. Awesome. And my last Hmm. bit of news is, um, it's, uh, still cranking along from Bridge Direct over their Hobbit figures and they've announced a Five Armies Smog. Large-scale, posable action figure. So if you've been picking up your eeny, meeny little uh, hobbit dudes, then you've now got a big-ass dragon to put with them. Holy jolly, that's big. It is, yeah. He's got a two-foot <laughs> two wingspan, apparently. Whoa! So he comes with a surprise one-and-a-half-inch figure accessory. Surprise! Surprise! 
So, is there a price point? Mm. Um, well, mm, it could be fairly pricey. I don't mm. actually have. <coughs> I don't actually have one, but um, apparently it's limited to three thousand units. Well, which is you know, when I saw that picture, you know what I thought is that it was Game of Thrones no. before I saw it. Oh. <laughs> I could see the game. Well, there you go. You I could, could see the hmm. yeah yeah. Templates of articulation and over 140 painting procedures. Painting procedures. <laughs> procedures. Gertie is going to be busy. So, yeah, I'd say there's lots of really nice detailing on that. So, mm-hmm. so keep an eye out for that one. Nice. Nice. Right. Well, speaking of dragons. <laughs> uh, SH, SH Monster Arts has announced their Mecha King Ghidorah. God bless you. Hey. Oh. Hooray. Thank you. Um, King Hooray. Yeah, so this is the uh um robot version of King Ghidorah. Ghidorah? Ghidorah. Who's King Ghidorah when he's at home? <laughs> well, King Ghidorah is probably Godzilla's number one enemy. Of course. I see. Uh, Godzilla oh. has many enemies, but King Ghidorah is the one who gives him the most grief. And so, uh, I see. He's coming with some pretty funky accessories. He's got some like outreaching claws that kind of attach and have their own little base so you can make them look like they're flying out from his chest and Yeah. Um, oh, not he cheap. Can, he he no. can capture he can capture uh Godzilla, it looks like looks like it matches up pretty good with the Godzilla. But and yeah, he's, he's gonna Yeah, he'll be uh twenty five centimeters, which is tall. And uh What's the last little accessory he comes with? Looks like baby. Yeah. King Ghidorahs. King Ghidorahs. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy is, um, huge compared to Godzilla in the movies. Like he's quite large and, um, when they met, Godzilla messed him up pretty bad, including, um, causing one of his heads to explode. And so. Oh, I hate it when that happens. I uh, know. Lucky you got three. <laughs> so, um, he actually gets rebuilt and uh... so they end up mechanizing the, um, the missing head. So. So yeah, if um yeah, the the containment shown with the Godzilla figure is pretty cool where he's got mm. the you know the clamps on him. That's pretty neat. Those little baby things it's look like dark. something out of Masters of the Universe or something. Yeah. Or fur little furbies. No, that's not furbies. What are the Yeah. Weird. But, um, anyway, any any Godzilla film with King Ghidorah in it is actually um a bit of a win. Like it's, <laughs> it's well, he's the big bad. It's it's like you know Batman tag on the Joker kind of thing. Oh, I so, see. It's good value. Best thing is that um because it's a metal looking figure, it actually contains die cast parts. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Mm. Well, if you're looking for that, that'll be out in March, and it'll set you back what two hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not yeah. bad for a monster arts figure. No, okay. especially one this big. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. a lot of detail there. Yeah, that's cool. And if you need something to fight that, you can get a colossal 24-inch tall Jumbo Voltron. Oh, my. And this looks like it's probably um, like a Shogun Warrior style, yeah. I think. That was not Maybe. Fist fire. Yeah, the fist fire and freewheeling rolling feet. And it'll be out in next year around November. So we'll probably talk about this again because we'll forget about it. <laughs> and he's going to set you back a little bit too, because he's going to set you back two hundred fifty dollars. Right. Features spring-loaded firing fists and freewheeling rolling feet. Plastic's not cheap, is it? No. no. Well, it's the well, it's the um, spring-loaded firing fists. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. That's a neat piece. Right. It's very, um, the colors are very bright. It looks a little bit, um, I don't know, kind of preschool-y to me. There's just something a little bit weird about the colors. Very comic yeah. book. Yeah, maybe. Kind of. Yeah. Or animated. Yeah. I don't know. I dig it. Oh. I'm not a Voltron fan, but I dig it. Oh. So. Something else. Wanna, if you didn't get the Mattel one, that'll want to work for you. Um, mm-hmm. One Adam will be excited about, and he's mm-hmm. probably already got on pre-order, I would imagine. Uh, SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball Z Android 16. And um, this is, um, you know, Dragon Ball, obviously, and one of the different androids. And this one looks different because I think most of the ones we've seen up to now were girls. This one's a dude, and he looks like he's Lex Luthor with hair. <laughs> he does. <laughs> He does. Oh my. So he's got some like green armor going on, and I am sure that this will be just like all of the other SH Figure Arts figures and be pretty pretty cool. Yep, three interchangeable face parts. <laughs> battle That's what battle damage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Le- yelling, laughing, and battle damage face parts. Uh it looks like maybe his skull revealed on one of them or something. Ew. Yeah. That's the battle damage one, is it? Yeah, I hope so. Oh, I hope so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Dragon and, Ball and speak- Z people will be happy. And speaking of Dragon Ball Z people, I hope Adam isn't battle damaged because he completed his marathon today. So, congratulations, Adam. He did. Yes, he survived, yeah. I do believe. I think that's newsworthy, so. I do, too. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, we were talking about the fun people at Funko. And, uh, we're finally getting a probably one that we've been waiting for. They've shown us The Walking Dead, the next series, and we're getting Herschel with, w- with one leg. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but. It's not that particular missing appendage that you worry about. No. <laughs> no. Well, and Carol. Well, you could, and Carol, I know Carol's one of your favorites, but. Yeah. I, um, um, Carol. 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 Are you making fun of my accent? No, no, no. Like, making fun of the way they say it in the show. Carol. It's like, you know, haven't you seen the meme going around or the one with Rick talking to Carl? And they keep saying Carl. 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 <laughs> mm. yeah, I'm, I like that, uh, I mean, you know, Carol is one of my favorite characters, but I also like that, you know, a strong middle-aged female character is actually getting merchandise. Mm. You know, like she's got the pop, she's got the the, the action figure coming out, and uh, you know, it's something that toy lines are often um, quite uh, guilty of is leaving out those sort of characters. So I'm yep. really happy that um, you know I like the character, I like the way that she's portrayed in the show, and I like the fact that they're actually doing merchandise of her. Mm, absolutely. Yay! And well, there's a, a Tyrese in this as well. Um, yeah, but they did not show him. The, he has oh, been they, shown. Oh, yeah, they item. shown him on it. Yeah. 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 It was an update. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're also getting Tyrese, um, a badass Glenn, um, yeah. fan favorite well walker or well zombie, well walker. <laughs> and he's got the rope around him. He looks like he might separate too. So. Yes, uh, <laughs> of course. And then, uh, the Teddy Burrow girl, and I think she is from the very opening of the show, like oh, the first right. scene. Oh, right. I was wondering where that came from. Yeah. Well, and uh, that seems like an odd callback, but, because yeah. um, I, I thought that was uh, one of Carol's charges for a minute there. Oh, dear. Mm. <laughs> well, they all ended up the same way. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, so <laughs> good, good, good looking stuff. Good looking stuff. Oh, Tyrese, I, he is, he's kind of badass looking, comes with his hammer. Yeah, very good. Well, yeah, thank you very much stuff. for that, Sean. You're welcome. <laughs> I just thought, uh, yeah, there was a bit of talking over each other, and so I thought maybe we lost it for a moment, but I'm glad to know that you're still there. All right. Um, now, we have got some March 2015 solicits from DC Collectibles, and this includes some new items, but also some uh, reissuing of some very popular items as well, which is very good news. So on the new side, we have the next um, Arkham Knight action figure series, which is Harley Quinn, the Arkham Knight figure, Batman, uh, and Scarecrow. Um, I feel like we've seen those before. Is it just me, or is, like, Harley Quinn just, like, every month there's a yeah. new Harley Quinn action figure? Because, you know, she there's such sell. demand. Yeah, she just must sell. And then more on the um, statues that Gentle Giant is doing for DC Collectibles, which really are not doing it for me, I've got to say. Um, there's an Arkham Knight statue. There is a Green Arrow next in the um, DC Icons statue, which actually... I don't mind this, but I really don't like the way that they, uh, the flesh seems to be cussed rather than painted. Mm. Um, it really throws these off for me. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure it's a cost reduction, um, but still not great. Um, then there is a, the next in the Superman Man of Steel line, which is Superman by Mobius, which is, if you, if you like his art style, is really going to appeal to you. And if you don't like his um, style, you're going to hate it. Yeah, I, look, I, I I don't mind Mobius as an artist, and and particularly his non-superhero stuff. But um, yeah, this one's not floating my boat, and I'm probably just going to offend all these, you know, artistic types. But um, would you consider Mobius to be an iconic Superman artist? Not at all. No, this is the thing that is um bemusing me a little bit about this line because the the Batman black and white line um and, and perhaps Batman simply has more iconic artists mm. I don't know but like when I think about Superman um I I feel like you know most of the artists that I think about have not been covered yet and the artists that have been done are not ones that I um, you know not not Totally, like, you know, Jim Lee, sure, Frank Miller, sure. Um, but, you know, some of the others, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. I'm well, probably never going to get a Jack Kirby one because Kurt Swan's not around to re-sculpt all the faces. <laughs> anyway. I don't oh. like the texture on this. Sorry? I don't like the textures on this. Yeah, there's a, a definite texture there. I mean, mm. the, 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 the Batman black and white line is just art to me. Um, it, it's so successful and maybe it is partly the, the black and white element of it. But I think also, you know, you've got stuff like, you know, Jim Apero, um, you know, even not, not just classic stuff like modern stuff too, like Frank quietly, et cetera. And they've just nailed it so well. And this is, this is hit and miss, but I mean, you, you know, the whole point of these lines is you can cherry pick them. Obviously you don't have to buy them at all. Um, you can just buy the ones that you like, but there's a few there like, you know, John Byrne, for example, um, et cetera, that I'd, I'd really love to see in this line before artists that are just good artists, but not necessarily iconic Superman artists. Mm, mm. 
on the prop side, we've also got, oh, I don't know how to pronounce this word, Ankh. The Death Ankh necklace, is that right? Ankh. 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 Okay. Yeah. So if you're a Sandman fan or an Ankh fan, uh, this can be, uh, yours. It's made of solid sterling silver, 469.95 US. Wow. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool, because otherwise you'd never have the opportunity to, to own an you know, Ankh. Yeah. A symbol like this. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, no one would make anything like that. No, never. Um, on the reissue side, some of the harder-to-find bombshells are also being re-released. Um, there's been a re-solicit for Wonder Woman, Supergirl, and Poison Ivy. Mm. So they are going to be coming out again. So if you have been looking at uh, those, and Supergirl is the one that has just gone nuts on eBay. Um, so if you have been... Looking for a good price and not able to find it, just wait. It's coming again. Cool. So this is the advantage of the non-numbered editions. Um, is that, you know, this is not a second edition, it's just a reissue. Um, so I don't know what, you know, I mean, I don't collect to speculate on, uh, increased value, etc. I don't know what people who do would think about it, but for people that were late to the line and want to know about it, then, uh, this is a good thing. Cool. Yeah. The um, uh, fun, next bit of news for me is Tweeterhead has been doing a, um, a line of Batman TV series maquettes. And we've seen a Julie Newmar um, as Catwoman maquette. And now we have the Adam West as Batman. This is 1-6 scale, so it's 12.5 inches tall. Um, and is it all sculpted? Hmm. Hmm. Certainly. I mean, the drapery is so well done. I, I just Sorry. ask myself. Bless you. I, I couldn't get the mute fast enough. <laughs> yeah, it does look... I'm, I can't quite tell whether or not there's some fabric here. Um, hmm. The th- This is going to be a, uh, a diorama piece that um, will be completed with the Robin side of it. So, so the base or the diorama is half of the bat computer and the Robin piece, which will follow will include the second half and it can be used for 300 us plus shipping. Hmm. They're beautiful. They could put an Alfred in between. <laughs> they could. They're really nice. If they're not, if there's not fabric, then they've done some beautiful drapery in the sculpting. Mm. Good mm. job. Tweeter head. Also, um, on the, Retro side, Diamond Select is doing a Marvel retro line, and we've seen a few items from this. They've announced a limited edition collector set uh, of Captain America that includes um, both a uh, more modern Cap outfit, a more classic Cap outfit, and then also a Steve Trevor in uh, what is it in something gear outfit. <laughs> He's something gear. He's something gear, yeah. Famously referenced in the, um, well, it's like his World War II soldier gear, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that there's only one figure from what I can tell. So there's one, there's yeah, only one figure, like. but three outfits. So don't be, um, misled by the promo shop, which shows three different figures standing next to each other. You can only have one at a time. Um, I dig it. You dig it? I dig it. You dig it? I mean, yeah, I mean, we've, we've talked to death about these retro figures and the Amigo style stuff and, you know. Oh wow, uh, even his boots are different. Oh yeah, it's totally oh. different. Like it's quite a, 
Um, yeah. yeah, and different shields too, so. And um, a belt. Yep, yep, totally different outfits. So good fun. Um, if you're not already fully supplied with, um, retro Captain Americas of different styles, here's another one for you. That's and then good. finally, something completely different, um, uh, the Gentle Giant, uh, Marvel license rolls on with a Man-Thing statue. Now, this, look, uh, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> the, I, I'm, I've got really mixed feelings about this thing that I would never buy anyway, um, because this is, uh, beautifully sculpted. It is, um, based on a a cover of a fa- of of a famous man thing issue man thing number 5 man thing number 5 the night of the laughing dead um it costs $450 well actually i think the solicitor is like 500 but big bad's doing it for 450 but the what the sculpt is is man thing carrying a unconscious clown he's dead Oh, he's dead, is he? Laughing dead. Spoilers. Okay, got it. Um, so, and, okay, obviously this is, this is a famous man thing cover. Yep. But if I was going to spend $450 on a man thing statue, do I really want the dead clown? I concur. You with me? Oh, I 100% agree. Because I, when I saw the thing, it was like man thing statue, like awesome. Then I saw that and I was like, what? So, I mean, I did my research. I know that it's a famous cover, but still, $450 for Man-Thing, mostly obscured by Dead Clown. Yeah. I wonder if the clown's removable. <laughs> I, no, I mean, this is one of, you know, the best, if not, you know, the most striking of the Mike Plug Man-Thing covers. And it's, you know, and it's a great story. You know, the clown wanders into the swamp, kills himself, Swamp Thing comes along, picks up the corpse, and feels the need to, you know, do justice to the corpse and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, why they chose that one, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You have to be, you know, a huge fan of the character, a huge fan of that particular issue. And, hey, I like both, but I'm still not paying 450 bucks for that. So, Wouldn't you like to get this and send it, send it to somebody that collects clowns? <laughs> <laughs> That could make them really sad because it's a dead clown. <laughs> yeah, your aunt Cheryl that collects clown statues may not really appreciate this. That's right. Um, yeah. Saw this, thought of you. Why <laughs> did tell your aunt Cheryl you don't really like her? <laughs> Beautifully sculpted. Beautifully sculpted. But I kind of. And uh, you know what? Maybe your true uh, man thing purists have been hanging out for this, and we've got it all wrong. Mm. And and which is totally possible. And if so, write to us and let us know. Otherwise, that's our opinion. It's very <laughs> odd that he's just walking on this kind of acrylic base. Well, I think that's a that's it's a digital part. So maybe there's going to be more. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> has tiny has tiny feet for a clown. <laughs> All right, I don't know what to say to that, so I think I'll just wrap it up. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. Quit clowning around. Yeah, oh, oh, you know mm-hmm. what they say about clowns with tiny feet. Right. Okay, well, that wraps up Articulated News and the uh, obligatory clown section of the podcast. And uh, we'll be right back with the next installment of the AFE podcast game. Name that, hosted by another clown we know. Oh, funny. <laughs> I try. Honk, honk. Oh, wow. <laughs>
Well, John loves games. And a long time ago, the reason that John got involved in this show was that we thought that he might like to do a game for us. And look where we are now. So, John, how's the game going? It's going really well. Awesome. What's it called? Um, send John money. <laughs> and how's that working out for you? Not that game's not working out real well at yeah. all. Okay. No. Well, what's the other game called? Uh, the other game's called Name That. Okay, great. And Tell us a bit about it. Well, you know, I come on every week and oh, I play oh, an act. An action figure sound or something else. And then you guys guess where it's from. And if you get it, you get points on the forum. Mm-hmm. So we should probably play last week's sound so you guys got an idea. Mm-hmm. So you can make some guesses. Mm-hmm. So we'll put that right here. Battling the enemy on her. <laughs> but when the fighting's over, Dana has time for a workout. <laughs> then she goes to a fabulous party. Dana, you look so pretty. Okay, so do you have any guesses? Is it Glamour Gals? No. <gasps> no, I'm so disappointed. No. Then no, I have no idea. So, Ben, do you got any guesses? Uh, is it um, Dana Sterling from Robotech? It is. Oh, right. And, and, and you're not alone, because Hellbot got it almost as soon as the episode dropped. Oh, so, um, hell. Go Hellbot. Yeah. No, don't I, go Hellbot. <laughs> How did you know that? Google. Me? Google. Um, well, I mean, there's, you know, there's only so many action figures named Dana. So there's Dana White from the UFC. Well, I don't think he was heading off to a glamour party. Uh, then there's, um, Dana Scully from the X-Files. And it's like, mm, don't think she, she, you know, heads off to a party after chasing around, uh, things that go bump in the night. And then Dana Sterling. And I thought, eh, that's about the right era for the sort of, you know, the sound. Yeah, it's actually from a line called The Women of Robotech. Oh, heavens. Yeah. That is amazing. I thought I had a stumper with that one, but apparently not. I'm just disappointed that it was... Good job, Ben. Where's the Glamour Guys commercial? The quality on finding those is really bad. So? Which which means that I've been looking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what it does mean. All right, we must need a new one. <laughs> yeah, we we better play a new one right okay. here. Maybe it'll be Glamour Gals, <gasps> you never know. Oh, I can't wait. To rescue animals in danger. We'll help you. We rescued the panda. Let's give him a checkup. He just needs some rest. Attention! A bear is trapped on the broken bridge. To the rescue! Quick, build the helicopter and the off-roader. Let's go! I'm lowering the stretcher. Almost there. One more time. To rescue animals in danger. We'll help you. Rescued the panda. Let's give him a checkup. He just needs some rest. Attention! A bear is trapped on the broken bridge. To the rescue! Quick, build the helicopter and the off-roader. Let's go! I'm lowering the stretcher. Almost there. But you guys heard us say it, and uh, you know how this works by now. You come on over to afbforum.com, and guess that's afbforum.com, and you can hang out with all of us, make a guess. You get guess, you get points, you get enough points, you get something. Scott, what do they get? Um, drugs. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Drugs. Great, like great. Claritin and Sudafed and a bunch of that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, from Ben, I should say. It's from, yeah, probably yeah. from Ben. Probably cook that up with some crack. Um, do you guys have to like sign over <laughs> your life to get that stuff there? <laughs> 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 
We have to sign over to get our driver's license to get Sudafed. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad these days. Anyway, yeah, you you can get, uh, well, I think you can still get Ben's autograph if you get enough points, so. It's a lot of points. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you'd rather play a picture version, come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays where we play the picture version. And still guess on AFB form and get points. Thanks very much for that, John. Uh, happy guessing, everyone. And we'll be right back in a moment with our first toy of the week. Dana Sterling, daring Robotech squadron leader, battling the enemy on her hover cycle. <laughs> but when the fighting's over, Dana has time for a workout. <laughs> then she goes to a fabulous party. Dana, you look so pretty. Isn't she neat? Dana Sterling comes as shown. Other outfits and accessories sold separately. New from Matchbox. Well, we have two toys of the week in this episode. This is where we take something new or weird or wonderful and uh, talk about it. And Ben is going to do our first toy of the week for this show. So over to you, Ben. He is. He is. Thank you very much. And uh, some weeks ago, probably about eight weeks ago, I reviewed the uh, <clears throat> Funko Legacy Game of Thrones Jon Snow figure. And uh, now I'm following that up with the Hound figure. So this is from Series 1 of the Game of Thrones figures, and the Hound is figure number 3. How do I know that? Because Funko put a great big silver number on the front of packaging. So, uh, as I mentioned previously, these came out early in uh, 2014. Uh, I've put off buying them for some time because of some quality control issues, uh, and I've picked up the, the first series now. Now, we talked about the packaging. This is very, very similar to the Star Wars Black, so it's that sort of uh, window box packaging where you can see in the front and from one of the sides. Uh, really nice packaging. Features the Game of Thrones logo quite prominently, plus the, um, the house sigil in the bottom corner. Uh, the back features a uh, reference photo, so you don't actually see photos of the other guys in the series. You just see their names. Um, what's really, really good about this is the reference photo they've chosen is a really, really good representation um, to compare the, uh, the finished figure with. So it looks quite spot on. So anyway, a um, little bit of tape on the bottom. You pop open the bottom of the box, tray slides out, a couple of little annoying twisties to get rid of pretty quickly, um, and then, you know, you sort of pull the figure out. So, you know, with a, with a bit of fuss and bother, if you're, a, a, you know, a mint, in, mint on card collector, you could open this up, have a play, and um, put it back if you wanted to. A um, little bit of a hassle with the extra you know, weapons and stuff. So these will sit back around $20 at most places. And this is a six-inch scale action figure. Um, the Hound is actually uh, quite a big chap. So he actually stands 16 and three-quarter centimetres, which is about six and a half inches tall. Uh, he's quite big. He towers over um, Jon Snow significantly, which is actually really, really good because... Um, uh, I think I mentioned with Jon Snow that the actor's actually quite small. He's only about 5'8", whereas um, uh, Rory, uh, what's his name, who's his name, last name, I forget, that plays the Hound. Um, he's about 6'4", 6'5", or something. So the height difference is really, really well represented when you compare those two figures. 
Um, all right. Well, moving on to the sculpt. Um, we'll start with the obvious, and that is the um, the face, the head, um, the portrait, so to speak. Um, look, you know, there's no doubting it is who it is. If you're looking at Game of Thrones figures and you see this one there, this stands out immediately as the hound. He's got that sort of, you know, dour look upon his face. Um, one thing that's quite interesting with this figure, again, uh, the hair is actually an additional piece. So the head is um, sculpted and cast, and then a, um, a rubberized hair piece is actually glued over the top. Um, it does actually cover up a lot of the scar. So for those people that don't know, uh, the hound, the most of the right uh, right hand side of his face and head is actually severely burnt. Um, and it's it's quite badly scarred. Um, the way they've chosen to do the hair here, it actually covers a lot a lot of the scarring, so you really don't see much of it at all. And and if you didn't know any better, you probably wouldn't even notice that this guy has some scarring. Um, particularly because they've painted the eyebrows on later, and one of the eyebrows is just painted straight through the the scarred area. So that's a little bit disappointing. But um, other than that, it's not too bad. The hair is actually sculpted very very close to the head. Um, it doesn't have. Oh, I'm just talking like a shampoo commercial here, but it doesn't have a body um, <laughs> that it does uh, when you look at the reference photo. But um, I'll talk about that a bit later. Uh, in terms of the neck down, the figure is fantastic. Um, this looks exactly like the character from the TV show. Um, now, if you don't know who the Hound is, he's basically, um, well, he's effectively a sword for hire, and um, they call him the Hound because loyalty. Um, he starts off as just, you know, one of the multitude of characters in season one, and, you know, he's just someone who's quite interesting. He's a bit of a nasty individual. Uh, and but, I hated him in season one. Uh, but by season four, you just love the guy. I loved him. Yeah. He um, he's the breakout character of the series for me. He is my favourite character in the series, um, and he gets some of the best lines to deliver in season four. He really is fantastic. The um, the the sort of on screen chemistry he has with the actress who plays Arya Stark is just fantastic. So um, I, I just love this guy, and I'm I'm busting to see what happens in season five. So what are we going to do? We've got some. We've got a whole bunch of different armor sculpted. Um, the one thing that Game of Thrones um, professes to do is it jumps all around in terms of um, arms and armor. There doesn't seem to be any loyalty to a particular um, era in, in, in our history, so um, people seem to wear uh, variations of, of armor. So this guy's got like a, a fairly large chain shirt on, and then over the top he's got a bit of a... Um, uh, it's a bit of a... What would you even call it? It's sort of a studded leather um, top that goes over the top. Look, it's all really, really nicely sculpted. The attention to detail with um, it's the, not chainmail. Well, no, the no. chainmail shirt's underneath. This is like a tabard that goes over the top, and then his belt oh, goes okay, around it. it. So it's kind of like a heavy rubber with um, little metal. Yeah, they're not. I don't want to say plates. I don't want to say yeah. scales. But yeah, anyway, you know what I mean. Um, look, there's not a lot of colour with this figure. Uh, the colour, he's nearly all silver from head to toe except for his black boots and his brown pants. Um, the drapery in his pants is well done. They've actually managed to get the joints in there quite well. Looks a bit ugly when you sort of bend him at the knees, but, you know, there's really no other way to do it. Um, the metal in things like, um, you know, the greaves around his shins, uh, you know, is nicely beaten and aged. Uh, you've got a little bit of slop here and there on the buckles, in particular the way they've um, done the silver over the black. But um, certainly all the armour, like, um, on his gauntlets and that, is all nicely done in, in silver and, and aged quite well. Um, 
one of the things I actually find quite clever about this figure is things like his pauldrons, which is um, armour talk for the um, the caps that go over his shoulders and protect his shoulders. They're actually cast in either a rubber or a very, very, very soft, thin plastic. Um, and this is actually really good because it means when you move the figure, um, you know, the shoulder joints and things like that, you're not competing with these sort of stuck-in-place heavy plastic pieces. Um, so there's actually a lot of movement there. Um, now... Look, I, I really, from from the, the neck down, I can't fault the sculpting at all. Everything is really, really well done. In terms of paint, as I said, there's not a lot going on. Uh, I said that with Jon Snow because he's done in, in black. I can't really tell what the source figure was done here because, um, you know, you've got black shoes, silver greaves, brown pants, and then sort of that, you know, grey-silver um, chain mail, etc. cetera. Uh, a little bit of slop here and there. The face is actually reasonably well done. They've tried to do some stubbling sort of under the beard as well on his, um, on his neck. Um, there's some, you know, some fairly average highlights applied to the scabbards on the, on the sword with some slop here and there. So, which is actually not too bad. Um, articulation is, is, is not too bad. Got all your standard sort of pin and disc in the elbows, the shoulders, the hips. Um, there is no waist swivel or ab crunch of any kind. Um, so he has no ability to bend at the chest, uh, yeah, at all. Um, one thing I found that is really quite frustrating is the way the figure is made and he, if you put your hand out as if you were holding the, the, the handle of a sword, um, his fingers are actually sculpted to the thumb. So there is no actual gap to pull them apart. And therefore the sword, one of the swords that he comes with can't actually be held in his hand. So um, you can't actually get it through the hole in his in his sort of fist. To Did you say this was by Mattel? Mm, mm. <laughs> Look, he does have two swords. He has a huge broadsword that goes on his back, and um, the handle on that is thin enough that you can actually put it on. But his secondary sword, which is um, in a scabbard on his waist, uh, doesn't actually fit. The pommel on the end of the, the handle is actually too big to get through there. So you'll have to get um, creative with a scalpel if you want him to actually hold his other sword. Um, one thing that's actually really awesome is the accessory that he comes with, and that is, of course, the, um, the hound helm. Um, I'm a sucker for a, a well-designed helmet, and um, the hound actually has a helmet that looks like a, a fierce dog's head, and um, this is actually really, really well executed. It's done in either a, a really, really fine, soft plastic like some of the armour pieces, or it's done in rubber. And um, that makes it really easy to slip over his head. So I mentioned before that the hair is actually sculpted quite flat on his head, and I'd say that's specifically so um, to reduce the size of his head in terms of getting the helmet over the top. So with a bit of wriggling, you can sort of push it down and get it over the top. Um, there is actually um, uh, a hinge in the helmet, so the, the top part of the dog's head does actually open and close. So once you actually put it on him, you can close it so it looks like a, you know, almost closed helmet, or you can sort of flip it open and, and see Mr. Clegane through the uh, the open part of the helmet. So that's actually really nifty, um, and I'm really disappointed about Season 4 of Game of Thrones because um, he loses his helmet, spoiler alert, and uh, doesn't have it with him, which is really disappointing because every time he comes on, um, Mrs. Shea goes, I know, I know, where's his damn helmet? So, um, So, look... In terms of accessories, not bad. I mean, he comes with two swords and um, and uh, the helmet, which is actually pretty cool. Um, 
I don't think I have much else to say. I'm really actually enjoying this series. I'm really looking forward to the second wave figures. They um, they haven't skimped on bringing us the big names, which is really good. It's nothing worse than sitting around, you know, waiting for those um, those key characters to turn up, you know, and, and being stuck with endless various <coughs> so was black. Um, so I'm really quite pleased with this figure. Um, in terms of a dolly rating, I'm I'm going to drop a full point off because of the way the hands were done. Uh, I think that's actually really, really disappointing. Um, and I'm going to take off uh, another half because I just think they could have done a bit more with the head sculpt, um, not showing sort of, um, you know, the extents, um, sorry, the extensive, you know, scars that he has sort of takes a bit away from the character. But look, you know, Funko are trying. This guy also has the ankle rockers as well, so that really, really helps in terms of actually posing him because, you know, he's actually a fairly chunky figure, which means he's quite heavy. So, you know, that little extra helping hand, see what I did there, um, mm-hmm. in getting him to stand is really quite uh, helpful. So, um, you know, nice figure of my favourite character of one of my favourite TV shows. Um, I think I'm going to go eight and a half out of ten dollars. Very good. Cool. You know, I, I love on the box that it says age 17 plus. Because the pops <laughs> actually say that too. <laughs> yeah. Do the pops say that? Yeah. I've never noticed Because I have, that. I actually have the hound pop, so, um, yeah, they, they actually say that on the Game of Thrones ones. Interesting. Well, I suppose it's a way around, um, some issues otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Thank you very much for that, Ben. Uh, we have another Toy of the Week a little bit later, but right now we're going to take a break and then come back and talk about the new items that we have added to our collections this week. Supernatural! Now you can join the battle between brave Lionheart and the evil Skull and their eerie ghostlings. Lion, you're dying! Now, Master! They change to fight with ghostly might. Turn them into the light and they change into even more powerful creatures. Now, the whining is free! Take this! Ah! Supernatural! Lionheart, Skull and Ghostlings sold separately. New from Tonka. Well... We are all here because we collect. We wouldn't be doing the show otherwise. Well, we might be, but it would be really boring. Uh, so this is the bit where we talk about the things that we have recently collected. And, John, I am going to hand over to you first. I uh, only got one thing this week, and that was um, I got Lego Batman for the Wii. Oh, <laughs> very good. I'm finally enjoying that. The first yeah. one or the second one? I got the first one. I'm going to start the second one. Cool. I'm going to start the first one. Cool. And, and I'm loving the 89 Batman-ness of it. It's just <laughs> awesome. Cool. cool. It is just awesome. The, um, so. when, when you do get to number two, you will absolutely love it. It just adds so much in terms of extra characters and it's so fun. Yeah. Be- no, I'm about 10% through it already. So. Beauty. Yeah. And young Ben? Uh, I got the Funko Legacy Hound figure, oh. and I also got the uh, Tyrion figure as well. Oh, very good. So, yeah, very much enjoying those. Very good. Um, I... Now, now, well, oh, sorry. now, you know there's an exclusive of Tyrion, right? Yes, and it annoys me because I actually would have preferred that one. What but does it's okay. I'll just duck down to Walgreens and pick one up. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm scouring them day, or, yeah, every other day for you guys. So. Is it a Walgreens if exclusive? I see. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm, that's a. It's my preferred version. Which is what? Well, the, the figure that we've got is um, Tyrion, the Battle of Blackwater. So <clears throat> he's in armor with his axe, etc. But the okay. um, the other one is a Hand of the King variant, and in 
normal clothes, like in his in sort of the you know the royal tunic, um, which is how we actually know the figure. And I mean, this is it's, it's a completely new sculpt. Well, so hmm. well, well, yeah. Apparently, when they've been putting out the um, the Agent Venom, he's in like a whole like end cap display with about twenty of them in it. Mm. <laughs> Which I didn't realize. I was just looking for him with the regular ones, so now I may have been looking in the wrong spot. There you go. I found out. Yeah. There you go. Well, I, as I said, I was traveling uh, this week, and so I always uh, take the opportunity to have a look around. Um, one thing with the, you know, how dodgy paint apps are these days, one thing I am enjoying with um, traveling for work is being able to kind of really keep an eye out for a good paint app. Yeah. Um, and I this week I picked up two DC collectibles figures, the Orion New 52 figure, and then also Starfire, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. Um, but Orion I really like, good figure. Um, and uh, but I have found his face uh, a little bit dodgy paint wise, so I was able to hold out for a good version of that. Um, and then I also picked up the uh, Marvel Legends Guardians of the Galaxy Rocket um, figure which has got the Groot head in it as well. Um, so I don't know if I'm actually going to go the whole hog and try and collect all of them, but I really like that rocket figure, so that was good fun. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. All right, well, unless anyone has anything else to report, we are going to take a short break and come back with our second toy of the week. Injustice makes him boil. Evil makes him burn. And then Danny Ketch becomes the Ghost Rider. Flamego Ghost Rider, blaze and vengeance, ride in the name of justice. Well, you know, we already did a Toy of the Week, but one time is just never enough. I think I said that earlier. Anyway, and we're going to bring you two, that's two, Toys of the Week this week. And coming up with the second Toy of the Week is Scott. So, Scott, take it away. Thank you very much, Sean. As I mentioned in Feeding the Addiction, one of the toys that I picked up this week was the DC Collectibles 52 Starfire action figure. And that is my uh, review um, item. Now... This is probably one of the characters that initially caused the most controversy in the New 52 because uh, people objected to how much more sexy she looked, although, really, guys, come on, have you read the old comics? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, um, you know, and this is... I actually do quite enjoy the Ridden the Outlaws um, comic as one of, I think, the better New 52 series. Um, I'm just enjoying the DC Collectibles New 52 figure line in general. Um, you know, putting aside what you think of designs, etc., and obviously there's some I love and some I don't. Um, this is what we always wanted from DC Direct, which was a consistent universe of toys in scale and style with each other. Um, so I'm just enjoying it from that perspective. Um, Another thing that I am really appreciating about the DC collectible stuff is that the packaging in general is very collector friendly. Um, they've gone now for this boxed, um, look with a, a tray inside. 
um, which is pretty easy to put back together. Um, the figures generally do come with some twist ties, but you can toss those away. And uh, the plastic trays are um, not the kind that, you know, is so molded that once you take it out, it's ruined. Um, and this one in particular, you've got Starfire with a you know, pretty funky hair piece happening here, but she would be really easy to put back together if you wanted to. And um, I think that the the consistent styling of the the packaging is something that I'm also really appreciating as well. So if you were collecting them in package, um, they would look really nice next to each other. Um, it is a six-inch action figure, um, and I want to say right off the bat, I absolutely love this figure. Um, you know, this Starfire has never been one of my favorite characters, but there's some things here that I, I'm really impressed by. So. She has got the big, you know, hair with, with the flames at the end, etc. So what would you imagine with a, you know, big thing like that would be the biggest issue with the figure? Timber! Exactly. And But this figure stands on its own absolutely beautifully. Hmm. It is amazing, particularly having reviewed the Medusa from the Marvel Legends, mm. um, you know, last week, which can stand, but basically has to kind of kneel, yeah. um, you know, or crouch. And so you've got very limited posing options. Um, this figure is really beautifully balanced. I'm blown away. Now, obviously, part of that is the ankle articulation. You know, if there's one thing that as a, you know, a, a long time DC Direct collector that just drove me insane was their refusal to deal with ankle articulation and the number of um, posing and stability issues that that caused over the years. Um, but thankfully, they finally bitten the bullet. Um, but even without the ankle articulation, this is a really beautifully balanced figure. Um, so the only limitation, um, she, she does have an articulated head, uh, but it, it uh, you're not going to get a lot out of it. She can kind of tilt her head from side to side, but there's really no actual... Uh, actually, I don't want to snap her head off. I, the last time I reviewed a figure with it in my hands, the leg dropped off, so I don't want to pop. <laughs> yeah, you get a little bit of turn there if you're prepared to be brave. Um, so she, you know, she's got good articulation. They've really taken a... Um, a page out of the DC Universe Classics uh, articulation here in terms of the arms. We've got the the shoulder and you know bicep cut. Um, not uh, not articulated wrist though. I don't think no. Just just arms. Um, no chest crunch, um, which is no no sadness for me. I always found that a bit ugly. Um, and then you know the nice knees and uh, ankle articulation. Sculpt wise, it's great. Um, and paint-wise, this is exceptional. Um, this, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So I I saw another one before I picked this one up that did have a little black spot on her torso, um, but still had really nice paint apps. But I left it, and I'm glad I did because um, the one I got is just perfect. Um, so yeah, she's been cast in the orange, obviously, mm. but yeah, you know, I don't find that as big an issue as the the kind of normal Caucasian flesh tone. Um, the the detail um, is really beautifully done, and uh, I'm just blown away by how nicely um, she, how poseable she is, because there's nothing more frustrating than opening up a figure that looks great and yeah. then finding that you might as well just throw it away because you can't stand up. <laughs> um, but you know, her, all the the lines on her uniform are sculpted; they're not just painted on. Um, 
So then it just means that the, the painting has got to be really spot on and they have managed to achieve that. Another nice touch as well is that her hair and then, you know, whatever it becomes at the end, um, has got a translucent, it's been cast in something translucent, um, and then painted over and the translucent bits of the ends are really lovely. But this is certainly the best Starfire action figure um, that's ever been done, and uh, she's definitely worth having a look out for. Nice, very nice. Yeah. So I, I cannot fault this. I'm going to have to give it a ten out of ten. Sorry, Justin, because uh, wow. I, yeah, I, I just oh, dear. I know, but I, I can't say anything bad about it. She Jeez. is. It's it's a you know it is a really really well done toy. I'm skipping the next staff meeting. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but that's my bit. Well done. Yay. Yeah. Well, thanks, Scott. I think that was a, a pretty, pretty good figure there that you took a look at because uh, she looks good and you did a great job. So after that, if you don't think you did a great job, you can come back because we got some feedback coming up. <laughs> That's right. I'll get some feedback on it. Awesome. This is the rugged G.I. Joe adventure team. At dawn, G.I. Joe heads across the desert in search of the mysterious missing mummy. Suddenly, an earthquake. No time to lose. Joe must get the mummy out. Can G.I. Joe win his race against time? You find out. The Secret of the Mummy's Tomb, one of the adventure sets from G.I. Joe. Well, we love hearing from you, especially when you tell me that I'm your favorite. Uh, but even when you're not, you can still email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and you might just hear it right out unless you're saying that someone else is your favorite, in which case I'll probably accidentally delete it. Um, or you can post it on our Facebook page or post it at the AFB forum at afbforum.com or tweet us, etc. And John, you have our first piece of feedback tonight, so over to you. Well, our good friend Patrick Y comes over here and says, here you go, Scott, time for a comeback. And it says, Star Fox gets Avengers Rage of Ultron redesign. Yay! So, yeah. Well, I like Star Fox, and I am more than pleased to have him come back. So, hurrah. <laughs> I'm confused. Well, I thought Star Fox was that Nintendo game thing with the flying fox and all. The thing with the thing. Oh, yeah. I know. No, Star Fox. Um, is, uh, also goes by Eros. And, uh, he was an Avenger. Maybe okay. he's gonna, yeah, maybe he's gonna be an Avenger again. Shag She Hulk. Yeah. Wow. True story. Mm. And, uh, Ben, you have, oh, sorry, you. you have our other piece of feedback tonight. I do indeed, I do indeed. And it's from the forum, uh, via, uh, Cabball, who says, great job on the last episode. I missed out on the, uh, San Diego Comic Con. Infinity Gauntlet set, so it was nice to live vicariously through Scotty's review. <laughs> and, um, you know, don't lose heart, Cabball, just keep stalking eBay like I do. You never know. Yeah, you never know. That, uh, Infinity Gauntlet is providing hours of fun. <laughs> we had people here on Friday night, um, who are definitely not of the geek variety and they were completely <laughs> bemused by it. <laughs> I did, like, one of the kids brought it out and they're like, Daddy, show them me a new thing. I'm like, oh, okay. You would have used the reality gem and hide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got to go to this, um, thing next Saturday night, which is, uh, it's like an international dinner and you're meant to dress up in, 
international costume that's how it came up and i'm like nah i'm not doing that doing mm-hmm. that and the kids said why don't you just wear this <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, wear, yeah, I'll wear that no problem i don't know what nationality i'll be representing mm-hmm. <laughs> paint, paint some like paint some gumboots gold or something yeah, yeah. i'll say what nationality are you and i'll say eternal <laughs> yeah they'll buy that yeah i'm sure they will <laughs> they'll buy that all right well i we have, have some shout outs yeah, oh, um, John has a shout out, by the way. I have two, actually. Oh, I don't know about I that. Know. Only one's approved. Shout out, oh, I know. You'll like the second one, though. Okay, is it um, for me? No, but you'll still like it. Are you sure? Uh, the f- yeah. Okay. The, the, the first one is that, uh, coming up here on September 13th, that's a Saturday, if you are in the Indianapolis area, um, all three of Coil- you. Yeah. CoilCon is going to be going on, and that is like a Midwest G.I. Joe show. But don't let that scare you because um, all of the vendors there, um, the last time I was there, which was last year, uh, this is number five, and I've been to two of them already, so this will be three, so I'll be there. Um, but there was a lot of other stuff, not just G.I. Joe stuff, but uh, good stuff. Um, they have comic book artists, and I'm trying to remember who it is, Steve or Sean Forney. Um Kaiju Chaos people are going to be there again, and a bunch of uh, Joe Liberties. And in addition, this was kind of late breaking news. Um, Eric Aranya from Boss Fight Studios is going to be there as well. Sure. So, um, but you know, come and see me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that'll be good. It's at the Wyndham uh, West in Indianapolis, and you can go to CoilCon.com and get all the details. So, I'll be late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to put in my apologies. I might Skype in. I, I appreciate that. Love I could it. FaceTime you from there, maybe. Oh, I don't have an Apple. <laughs> Never mind. Um, and my other shout out is, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Lemon Juice McGee because while we were recording, he proposed to his girlfriend and she accepted. So right. congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Yep. Well, I hope that, uh, everybody out there has an awesome week. Get some good toys and uh hold your family close. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Good night, Argentina. Even your good even night. your Adams. Do you what? hold them close? Your who? Do you hold Adam close? I said your family. Well, he's kind of family. He's part of our family, but he's all sweaty from the marathon thing. You. Uh, okay. Somebody, somebody hose him down. Immediate family. Okay. Immediate family. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Au revoir, Canada. Oh no, not that again. <laughs> The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening.
Okay. So do you have any guesses? Is it Glamour Gals? No. <gasps> no, I'm so disappointed. No. Then no, I have no idea. Ben? You got a guess? I'm thinking no. Dan is so outraged by whatever that sound is that he has stopped participating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Jeez. Hmm. Okay, I'll hang up on him. (laughs) That's so funny. There's no, there's no warning, you know, there's no kind of, I have dropped out sound, it's just, <laughs> over yeah, to you. no. Space. Final frontier. We need to just get him saying, I'm, I am Ben, and we'll just post that in whenever. <laughs> Hi! I was so offended that Scott took my guess at Glamour Girls that I hung up. <laughs> well, we were wrong anyway. And it's Glamour Gals, thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How are we going to fix that? Well, hang on. Okay. <laughs> and still guess on AFB form and get points. Right. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Host Guy, this is where you talk. Oh, sorry. I forgot to I'm waving my hands at you across the studio to get your attention. Yeah, well, you need to wave. What? Okay, five, four, three. I'm skipping the next staff meeting. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's my bit. Well done. Yay. Yeah. And since I didn't introduce myself, I didn't think I'd have oh. to close myself out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm waving five. at you from across the table. <laughs> In five, four, three. And, uh, John, you have your, you have, oh, you have your piece of feet. <laughs> You're right, you're right there. You're going to be okay? No. Five, four, three. Woohoo.